I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We have like 30 subscribers on YouTube and like four of them are me. Um <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the podcast is a little bit different it's intended to shed some light on some of the incredible creativity and art that is coming out of ireland at the moment i am most definitely not an expert in the realm of creativity even less so to highlight what's good or bad about a certain song or book or whatever But I'm already way out of my depth with this podcast, so I said, why not make things worse for myself and try to add a new little series of episodes in order to keep things varied and to keep things interesting. From an even more selfish point of view, I decided to ask a good friend of mine to join me in the series, so we now have a good excuse to keep in touch with each other on a more regular basis. Owen, as you'll hear in this episode, comes from Cork but lives in Copenhagen in Denmark. Every week we're going to have a bit of a chat about an artist or a piece of work by an artist that we think deserves discussion. This week we talk about a band called Saint Sister. I'll leave a link to the band in the description of this episode. And now, here's my conversation with Owen. Yeah, so like you said, uh, you and I met in uh, university, uh, uh, but I'm from Cork originally, down in the south of Ireland. Um, and then uh, we finished university, and you and I went on a few adventures. Uh, we were in France for a little bit, um, and then we both moved to Australia for a while. Um, and then True. you went back to Ireland. I lived in Australia for about uh, four years, uh, four and a half years, and then uh, I moved. Uh, I went traveling again. Did I, came back to Ireland, did some traveling. And uh, during my travels, I ended up coming to Denmark. And I have been living in Denmark for the last five years. And uh, we've worked on a bunch of different projects uh, before. We've done audio stuff as well before. And uh, I do a lot of, I do podcasts and audio projects myself. Um, And 
Yeah, and I was excited for you to come up with a new project. This is excellent because I, I've I've been following your own the, the podcast you're doing at home in Dublin, and um, something that we I remember you telling me about before it even started. So I'm really happy to be able to be a part of it and yeah. um, critique I'm that you're here. People's and critique people's creativity and art with absolutely no qualifications whatsoever. I, I'm on yes. all for it. That is the plan. Uh, before we get into the critiquing, um, mm. I'm going to start this off with, I, I randomly just thought this was going to be a nice idea. Do you remember the, the website Overheard in Dublin? Overheard in Dublin basically was this website where people would send in um, comments or, or phrases. Things, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I could be sitting on the train and I hear somebody say something very unusual or funny or stupid. And I write into this website overheard in Dublin and they, they post that. Um, it's now obviously now it's it's evolved from being on a website to like Twitter and, and Facebook and all the rest of it. Um, but some of them are classics. So I'm going to start them off. I've got three here. Um, so the first overheard in, in Dublin comment, uh, and this is, just so you understand the, the context of this, this is in a pub. Um, so the comment is, he went off the drink cold turkey and 12 years later, he just dropped dead. That's very good. As in, if he kept, if he kept drinking, if he kept drinking, he probably would have been fine. Or, or, or 12 years later, you know, like had absolutely nothing to do with the fact that he stopped <laughs> drinking. <laughs> All right, so that's one. Next one. Yeah. And this was in, uh, 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 this is from an establishment that I that I very much frequented, you know, quite a, quite often, uh, Zaytun. <laughs> right. Zaytun oh, yes. um, yeah, you yeah. Know, is, is, a, is a, little, uh, a restaurant where people can get some food on uh, after a night out. You can actually get food there, you know, pretty much any time of the day, but uh, 4 a.m. was... It was the peak, peak Zaytun time. Hmm. Here's the comment. Can I have a doner kebab without any of that cabbage shite? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I actually, I, I've got a quite quick, quick um, side, side note about Zaytoons. I was in Zaytoons after a night out once uh, back in college and I was with three or four people and we all got like doners and like chicken kebabs and stuff like this. And one guy goes, can I get a vegetable kebab, please? And they're like, yeah, sure, no worries. And the vegetable kebab took longest out of the four orders because I think they've never heard of someone ordering yeah. a vegetable kebab before. They're like, the fuck do we put in it? <laughs> <laughs> do you just put more fucking cabbage in? <laughs> yeah, computer says no. Um, yeah, you can imagine. Jeez, the confusion. Yeah. Um, last one. This is in a bookshop. Um, and it the context is a woman asking the cashier or the person working at the cash desk. So a woman walks up to the cashier and she says, um, do you have any calendars for sale with just October, November and December in them? <laughs> what would you, what do you think would have caused somebody to ask that question? Um, like a really busy three months. You needed you needed to double up your months. That it was you yeah. needed two calendar. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I would have thought that something happened their original calendar, 
and they're so like they're, they're so cheap they don't want mm. to buy very practical yeah or practical i one view is cheap the other is practical yes i yeah yeah maybe there's a gap so in the, the market who knows just months like little sections like one month three months six months yeah yeah that could work could be um Kamir, I wanted to talk to you today about a band called Saint Sister. Mm-hmm. Are they a band? Yeah, I guess they are. Um, a duo, <laughs> yeah. I, I think, is is the technical term. Um, so for anybody, I guess, who hasn't heard of Saint Sister, just to be honest, like three days ago, I also had not heard of Saint Sister, but um, I discovered them through different people that I follow on Instagram and somebody shared something about them. And I was like, oh, who are these guys? Um, so as I said, it's a duo. There's a Morgan McIntyre from Belfast and Gemma Doherty from Derry, and they met at Trinity College. Um, the group or the duo was founded in 2014, and they were voted the best Irish act by the readers of the Irish Times in 2016. Their debut album, Shape of Silence, was released in 2018 and was nominated for the Choice Music Prize. Um, so they actually have a, you know, they're kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I had to listen to them. What did you think? Yeah, I was listening to them. Uh, you sent me the links and uh, I I was listening to them all day. Uh, I like it. I like it. Mm. It's honest, like, like cards on the table. It's not what I would normally go for directly. I would have to yeah. be in the mood first. I'd yeah, have to me be too. In the mood. Not saying I don't like it at all, but I would be in, it's kind of, it's it's quite, it's got like an ambience to it. You know, it's kind of like, like generally speaking, like a softer kind of uh, a sound, but um, really nice, really good. It, it's I, I, have, like... I have a bunch of ideas about what it is, but that's my overall first impression that I like it. My first impression was it's kind of like a modern, less Celtic version of Clonet. Yes, that's a very good description. That's a um, very good. Celtic came into my head as well when I was listening to it. That was like kind of modern Celtic sounds, you know, like kind of, yeah, yeah. Good description. I like that one. Um, they had some like I listened like yeah, it's very kind of melodic. I mm. listened. I didn't kind of go into any albums or singles. I just kind of pressed play on Spotify and it went one by one. Yeah. Um, and the first song that I quite, I, I really liked was actually a song called Karaoke Song. Yes. Yeah. I like that and one too. I it ha- that one had a nice little beat to it. Um, mm-hmm. And when I was listening to it, it kind of, I don't know, it brought me back for whatever reason to uh, during COVID here in the house with our you know people living in the house for whatever reason we got into doing karaoke um (laughs) because uh i'm pretty sure it was like very much not recommended to like sing in any way shape or form during the coronavirus um but we were just in the house so it was grand um but if you're out in the streets you couldn't sing at all no god no jeez (laughs) um so we got a projector and yeah obviously set it up in the kitchen and it was just okay minus all of the external stuff but it was quite nice you know it was good like good fun and i actually hate karaoke i, um, I 
you say that, you say that, Mr. Kelly, but I'm brought back to a moment back in college where you and I went back to a dorm room to get some more alcohol because we were at a party and there was a guitar there and you picked up that guitar and you sang to me alone in that apartment. You <laughs> sang you two. You did about three oh, songs, geez. I think. <laughs> yeah, that was my, my that... three sets, my, my three song set. <laughs> So did you sing? Did you sing you too when you're singing karaoke? No, because I, you know what, um, this is kind of sad. But over the years, I, like, I genuinely can't play guitar anymore. Um, oh. and you know the worst thing is, like, listen, I was never very good on the guitar, uh, but I could bash out a couple of songs. Mm-hmm. And last year, with you know, kind of weddings of friends happening all the time, and you know, friend groups that we don't get together as often as we used to, but yeah, maybe when we were kind of younger and partying a little bit more, there was like more guitars around. And so, you know, at the wedding or during when we was younger, like, like in that moment, you know, Mark, just play a couple of songs there. Um, and that, that happened at the wedding. And then literally mm. I had a guitar in my lap and I was like, I don't remember any chords. I don't remember any oh, lyrics. Wow. And it was that kind of moment of like, sorry, that's can't. And then people were like, oh, <laughs> They were like, Pass oh, no, you're like, oh, you're just being shy or whatever. Yeah, I was yeah. like, no, I'm actually not. Uh, wow. I just cannot remember how to do this. <laughs> wow. Um, now, it could have been also the copious <laughs> amounts of alcohol. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that happens like, you know, like like Lance Lance Armstrong now, like he hasn't been cycling for a while. And then he's, he's at like a, a park and he's with his mates and there's a really nice racing bike there. And they're like, go on, go on, go on. Give it a couple of laps, Lance. Go on, go on. And he's like, I can't remember. I can't remember how to cycle, lads. It's been yeah. too long. Yeah. yeah, I know there's a big cliche about this, lads, but look, it's more yeah, difficult yeah, yeah, than yeah. it looks. Yeah, honestly, it's like, if you if you don't cycle for a few years, honestly, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, so, okay, yeah. But also I would make the argument that that's not karaoke. Um, I have no problem singing to an actual musical, a live musical instrument. But karaoke was always a dangerous game because sometimes you could get in there and you can't dictate the the tempo of the song and it could be in a key that is totally different to what you're normally used to. So all of a sudden, you know, you think you're Billy Big Balls about to sing George Michael's Careless Whisper um, and it's like in a totally different key and you just end up looking like a complete knob. Um, But anyway, during COVID, nobody cared about any of that. And it was just the people in the house. And it was good crack. It was, you know, it was good fun. Um, And one of the lads here, it just, you know, he was a character, is an Australian guy. Um, Like he'd, first of all, what he would do is he used to sing the song from The Greatest Showman. Um, I think it was The Greatest, like it was a real epic kind of song. Uh-huh. And it went on for about 10 minutes. But, you know, he'd take the TV remote and he'd start outside the door. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was All right. proper performance. Close, close the door. Yeah. And then yeah, you, could yeah. hear him, you could hear him singing from behind the door. And then, <laughs> you know, when the tempo of the song picked up a bit, he'd walk into yeah. the room, yeah. you know, his chest out. Um, yeah. And it was like you'd be in tears laughing. It just it was funny. Um, and anyway, the lyrics of this song, um, well, was it Car- 
karaoke song by yeah. Saint Sister. I think the main kind of chorus line or the hook of the song is, uh, you know, something to do with the karaoke being over. So mm. kind of for whatever reason, it made me feel um, nostalgic. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Nostalgic for being stuck in a house, not allowed being go outside. <laughs> Back to the good old days. <laughs> um, yeah. It's funny you bring up the lyrics because that, that was something I thought about as well when I was listening to um, the song. I, I did the same as you. I just I went to Spotify and I just listened I, I, as, the, as they're there. Yeah, I think it's just like most listened to and going down. Um, and I think it was the, I was just looking for it. I can't find the name of the song, but it was the second one on the list. I'll find it there in a second. I really, I, I, that was my favorite out of the, like six or seven or songs I was listening to. But about the lyrics, um, keeping with the idea of like this being an Irish artist or Irish artists and like, uh, you know, um, uh, creation in Ireland. Uh, I thought the lyrics were quite storytelling. I think they're, mm. like, there's, there's like, and like kind of like, um, rock and uh, tour you know like each song had like a it wasn't just like chorus verse chorus it was like there was a little journey going on and that, that karaoke one as well i think yeah if you listen it's like maybe about a breakup or something i think but um mm. and i think that's something irish artists can do really well because we, we're known for storytelling and we can kind of translate yeah. that into different forms of art right yeah um and yeah uh, so it's nice to listen because you can you can drift off and you can just enjoy the music and you like you said it's kind of celtic so it's kind of like i think there's a lot of harp in it i, I was like it sounded like yeah. a harp or something in a lot of the songs it is yeah and um uh but then if you like if i wasn't you know busy driving or whatever i could like focus in on on the lyrics and be like oh, okay cool this is this is going somewhere like the lyrics had taken me somewhere which is i thought was really nice yeah so li- listen actually since I've started this podcast, um, mm. you know, I got to know some comedians, some creative people in general from doing the live shows. And I know these guys, obviously, Saint Sister started well before um, the pandemic started. But part of me feels that there's a, a lot of people like expressing their creativity a lot more. Um, I imagine in the world, but, you know, I'm based in Dublin Um it's it's like i i'm so impressed particularly by younger people um mm. you know like their early 20s i guess i mean geez that must have been a tough time for them it was actually a guy i was talking to melinda if you listen to the podcast you might have heard one of his and he said to me it's like yeah dublin is you know it's not like berlin where you go to berlin and you you can see artists walking around you know they, they clearly identify themselves yes. as an artist yeah, yeah. yeah um yeah however they do that whereas dublin is different people don't necessarily advertise it in fact they might be ashamed to even admit it but there is guys around the place like chat to them one guy might be writing a book the other is like into this spoken word stuff um which i don't know it's brilliant yeah 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 and i think i think i think it's it's not just i think that's going back years because i remember um I generally, I think it's an Irish thing as well. I like kind of create creativity, but modesty about it because um, I know what you mean. It's like you, you'd be chatting to a fellow for, you know, a guy at work for, you know, two years. And then he's like, oh, actually, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a painter as well. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. I never knew you painted. Like, 
like that kind of thing yeah. would happen often. But I remember where I grew up in West Cork, um, there was a farmer who was, he was a, um, he was a bachelor. He was like, so he, he, which was kind of common. It's, I think it might still be in rural Ireland where, you know, there'd be a farmer and he might never wed and he just, you know, he'd have the land on his own and stuff like this. And um, there's a John B. Keane, um, the Chastitute was, was one about a guy who, who grew up on a farm and never could find a woman. And it, 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 it's a mixed bag of culture and stuff and that, but um. Yeah, so this mm-hmm. farmer and um, he died and then his relatives went into his house and it was full of paintings. He'd been painting yeah. all his life and he never showed anybody. And they were meant to have been like amazing artwork. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, I don't I didn't see it, but like very good quality art. And he just quietly just himself for his own for his yeah. own uh, pleasure, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, if he had had TikTok, he would have been. <laughs> Can you imagine? He wouldn't have been a bachelor anymore, huh? um yeah in in certain ways like you feel like oh my god like the things that you can do these days and advertise it or publicize it and but yeah i actually pretty much my uncle is 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 kind of almost the definition of what you just described really Mm. never married um he's in his 80s now farmer um or or kind of the reality is he went back to look after the farm and then ended up staying there um Mm. but yeah he does this um wood turning Oh okay. Um, yeah. Um and it, yeah, it's really impressive. The stuff that he makes is amazing. Every time I go down there, I'm like, would you not like like put that up on he's like, oh no, I just give it to people. You're like, oh. no, yeah, fair enough. Like it's just he's actually just doing it because he enjoys passing the time that way. Yeah. Um, mm. there's no agenda to it, you know, which mm. is was really admirable. In mm. and yeah, it's it's nice in a way. Um mm. speaking of the lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. I found I don't know if it was just because we had said that we were going to talk about this group so I was kind of like obviously paying attention to to what I was listening to a little bit more than I normally do but I was like well these lyrics are are pretty heavy but also really good um mm-hmm. like making me feel stuff um <laughs> there's a song <clears throat> what was the name of the song Manchester Air all right. Mm-hmm. And the song starts off. I'll read out the lyrics. I'm obviously not going to sing it. Um, from the back of your bike, I told you I was late. You said, I can't go much faster. I said, no, not like that. And I knew by your grip that you knew what I meant. You said, whatever happens, this is now and it's heaven. I was like, oh, that's pretty... That's pretty Stop good. Got me here. Oh. Yeah, because first of all, I don't know if I can just see the image perfectly in my head of, I don't know, mm. I guess, I don't know if they're on like a, a pedal bike or a, a motorbike or something, mm. but, you know, obviously you have this image of, of a girl being on the back of a motorbike, you know, with her partner. She whispers to him that, you know, I'm late. At first, she doesn't get it. But then he understands what she means that, you know, mm-hmm. she might be pregnant. Um, and it's and it's kind of like a drama already in the first line of yeah, the song. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, whoa, yeah. Where, as you say, it's storytelling. You're like, mm-hmm. where is this going? Is he going to, yeah. how is he going to react? Yeah. Um, and is it going to be <laughs> like the stereotypical comedy where he's like, you know, darts Hop off? off there, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. But he yeah. turns around and he says the most amazing thing ever. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's so much more po- poetic than don't worry. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, this is now. We're having a beautiful moment right now. And that's the most important thing. And it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, that, you know, for the, for the first lyric of a song, for the opening of a song, uh-huh. um, that's amazing. Wait, hold on. What's the, what's the name of the song again? Manchester Air. I could get very... I didn't. I don't think I've listened to that one. Okay. It, I can get very dark and real with it for a second. Okay, dark and real me. Oh dark. yeah. Okay. I think I've just got it. <laughs> did, you, did you get? You get where I'm going with this? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Tell so me. Uh, abortion is illegal in Ireland, or well, it, it it was completely illegal for a long time. It, it's changing now. Mm. Um, but traditionally speaking, well, traditionally, fucking hell, what a weird word to use. But the, the, there was a, 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 it was understood that people who wanted to have an abortion or needed to have an abortion um, would fly to Manchester for a weekend because you can get the abortion in, in Manchester in England. Was it specifically Manchester? I've heard, I remember somebody in like the vicinity saying something like a, a shopping weekend in Manchester referring to going to okay. now I could be completely wrong I didn't hear that song yeah but that is something that I've I would make a connection with wait, wait, yeah. wait, where's the what's the rest of the uh oh my lights are gone here one second what's the rest of the um lyrics let's find I don't out. know I just I just wrote that you wrote that the nice bit <laughs> it uh... gets brutally like it's a horrible story for the rest of it <laughs> lyrics to Manchester on... air Okay, let's have a look at this. Could have just wrecked this song on me. I was like, how beautiful and poetic. Um, I'm buried in mind we were waking up late and staying up later, my body can't cope. And bearing in mind we are so good together, at least that's what our friends say. Well, what do you think? And all of a sudden we tear onto Broadstone and you're taking bets on the football queen. Well, I'll always beat you as long as we're sober. So come on, get me drunk, win me back some of your money. Oh, I love you, honey. This is now and it's heaven. Uh, The night felt so light in the Manchester air. And I know I am angry most of the time. But whatever happened to dinner in Cabra, roll me up, sit me down. I'm the talk of the town. I think it's more of a, a general love song. Okay, no? right. Forget, forget my my dark, dark and deep. Uh, it was it was nice, ta- nice tangent, and you know, there's you know plenty of unfortunate references, mm. but there. Anyway, I I really it like does, the song. It does, it does sound. It sounds nice. It sounds nice. I I think I was going going too far into it, and clearly the Manchester air is not referring to flighting flight or anything. It's it's referring to. Like the actual air in this in the town. So I've never been to Manchester before. Heard it's nice. A uh, lot of red bricks. A lot of red bricks. Oh really? Do you, ever, do you ever see Coronation Street? Yeah. Looks like that. Okay. I don't um, know if Coronation Street's in Manchester, but it looks appar- like that. Apparently, there's a, a Curry Mile. I've heard this before, where it's like oh, yeah? 
a mile of restaurants where you can get curry. Um, Indians, a bunch of Indians all, all together. Yeah, I guess. Um, sounds great. Yeah, I do. I, yeah. I go for the curry mile. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's same sister. Apparently, and I don't know if I'm making this up or if I saw this somewhere and I'm getting it wrong. If I am wrong, I apologize. But I think they are supporting you too. Or I don't know if it's you too or if it's just. I think this is what I'm a bit confused. You know, Bono recently released a book or he wrote a book. Okay. Um, more or less anecdotes from his life with the band. And mm. I'm, I'm reading it at the moment. Um, is it good? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. Like, yeah. it's interesting. Some some of the parts are like, well, you know, I, I there's some things in it that I, I, I knew they were kind of religious, but I didn't realize how religious they were. They had, didn't they go through a, didn't you two go through a, like a, like a, a Jewish sect periods or something like that? Didn't they all get very interested in? Um, uh, I don't know if it was Jewish or else I haven't come to that part of the book yet. Uh, but I know that, yeah, they got, when they were some, young. Something Madonna was into as well. And then you two got into it. I can't remember what it was called. Whatever it was, they, at the, so when they were younger, they were, you know, very seriously religious. Or Catholic, no. like Christ, Christian. No, they were the Protestant Christian. Oh, right, okay. Yep. Um, and, um, yeah, actually at one point, just before they became, like, globally famous, like I think this was before the um, Live Aid or anything like that in the 1980s, mm-hmm. uh, they basically said that to Paul McGuinness, who was their manager, like, listen, we quit you know the guy or this kind of you said sect or whatever it was um had basically said to us that you know being in a rock band is it's not compatible with your religious beliefs and your mission of 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 spreading the word of god and it those two lifestyles just don't go in hand mm-hmm. in hand so larry mullen the drummer edge the guitarist and obviously bono um we're like, okay, we're done. Adam Clayton was never involved in any of this. He just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he must he have the patience of um, a <laughs> very fine man. But um, they went to Paul McGuinness and they said, like, listen, we're done. Unfortunately, we quit. Um, and Paul McGuinness was very clever because what he said back to them was, it's like, okay, you know, I, I respect your, your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as as God fearing and uh, people who believe in God, I'd like you to ask yourself the question if you think your God would want you to break a contract. Um, and they were like, well, no, I guess, you know, if we made an agreement, I, I don't think that would, you know, yeah. you know, that's what our God would want. He's like, well, you're going to have to finish this tour and finish this album. <laughs> You've <laughs> got a brilliant. contract. Um, yeah, there's like if it, just at the back of the Bible, there's a little section on contract law. <laughs> um. Anyway, I got sidetracked. So, um, he's doing a tour. Yeah. Music tour promoting a book. I don't really mm-hmm. get it, or, or I don't know if it's like I haven't looked into it. I don't know if he's like mm-hmm. singing a song and then talking, saying an, an anecdote or what it is. Either way, as far as I'm aware, Saint Sister are supporting. I don't know if it's him, Bono, or if it's you two. I don't okay. know. 
Um, but it's quite cool, that you know, is. to be recognized um, by such a big artist. But I mean, you 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 were mentioning their accolades at the start of this, and like I mean, they've already they're clearly they've been you know they're they're doing well, and they, I, I hope they're they continue to do well because from what I've heard, it's brilliant. But it, best was it best Irish new artist in two thousand and sixteen? Did you say or something like this? Um, yeah, so it was their debut their debut album, A Shape of Silence, twenty eighteen, was nominated for the Choice Music Prize. Um, and yeah, best Irish act by the readers of the Irish Times in 2016. There you go. There you go. That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah, impressive. Mm. Um, any ideas what you'd like to go through next week? I do actually. I have exactly what I want to suggest to you. Um, okay. The I've, there's the new movie with Colin Farrell and um, ah. Brendan Gleeson, uh, the Banshee of Inish. Inishirin. Inishirin. Uh, have you seen it? No. I'm planning to see it this weekend. Okay. Um, I will also try and see it. Is is it? I imagine it's still in the cinema. Oh geez, well, yeah, yeah. It's only it only just came out here anyway. Yeah. Um, I've heard lots of people commenting about it. Um, obviously, it's up for so many awards, which is mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Um, it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to. I've 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 heard mixed things about it. I've heard some people, oh, really? some people, okay. some people love it, and then other people are just like, I don't get it. But oh, okay, I think you know, I, I, I'm just like I don't, I don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. <laughs> what, what, the, what was it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the lad who who didn't get it. You know, he's a stereotypical fella, great fella, but you know, there definitely wouldn't have been probably enough explosions or 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 guns and stuff like that in the movie. <laughs> I mean, there was the, there wasn't even a fucking witch like I thought she was going to like curse them all. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but maybe there is. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. There they do they do see Banshee. Banshee is a, is a witch. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's my suggestion. If you're up for trying that, let's try that one out. Yeah. Um, for the people who listened, thanks very much. It's going to be the first in a series of of cultural reviews or uh, reviews of Irish cultural things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I should probably try and increase my vocabulary a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Owen. Um, I'm very excited about doing this um, with you and it's going to be good fun. And yeah, looking forward to it. Absolutely. It was fun to... Uh, it, it's nice to get the brain thinking in new Irish cultural way. I, I, I got to work on my vocabulary. So it was fun. I like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm looking, yeah. forward to, I'm looking forward to doing it uh, a lot more. This is, It's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. Boom. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.